1: Great coaching. Try to suck up to me. Every hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was achieved, brother, you stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Quack! 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 Quack!
0: Quack! 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 It's the Quack Attack podcast. Hey, everybody. This is why Charlie didn't want to come. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. Kevin is not here. Welcome to the Klydex Podcast, Defended Mighty Ducks Podcast. Uh, Kevin, as we mentioned, HOA president. I feel like we've talked about this on the uh, pod before, and um, apparently he's dealing with some HOA stuff. Uh, got the late scratch for him. But let's move on here. Tommy, Well, fresh- well okay. hold
1: on. I think we can talk about HOA issues for a little <laughs> bit. Um and definitely on a future pod, maybe there's a, uh, which duck would be the best and worst HOA president? What kind of issues would they have? And uh, for you new listeners, these are the kind of topics that we get into. Yes. Um, and, uh, but now we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hope everything's going okay with, with Kevin as HOA president. Um, maybe there's an HOA storyline and game changers that they could pursue. Um, but I guess that's for another day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess like the first season, there was kind of one when they were kicking people out of the apartment, uh, the law firm was, because they were going to take it. So, uh, or like controlled rent. I don't remember the exact storyline, but I guess it ties in. It all ties in. Uh, Tommy, freshly shaven, by the way. You guys can't see this, but uh, if you're listening, if he sounds different, that's why. I will mention younger. Yeah, way younger. Uh, I will mention, I'm going through like a deep rewatch here. I'm taking stats of game changers, things like that. I have some, I have some discussion points that will definitely come up, uh, including a question of uh, was Coob really as bad as we thought he was? There's some evidence to the contrary, but that will be for a different day. Right now, we want to talk coming on the heels of the episode we just had with Adam F. Goldberg, a writer of Mighty Dex Game Changer Season 2. He talked a little bit about Charlie. Um, We want to talk about, you know, how Charlie may or may not fit in, how we would want him to fit in. But first of all, after talking with Adam, what's your confidence level in Charlie Conway in Season 2?
1: I am very confident. And so one of the things that Adam mentioned was, obviously, there's all kinds of scheduling things you have to go into. And so it's not like Emilio Estevez or Lauren Graham where they had them like signed on for the whole season. And so you know, obviously everyone wants Charlie to be a focal point, but in reality, it's like kind of like um, what we had for the ducks in season one where you just get them for like one episode. Um, and so that's kind of like the um, the scenario we're going. If we only got Charlie for one episode in season two, get him as much as you want, what should that storyline be? Um, I'm very confident that we're going to get a Joshua Jackson cameo of sorts in season two. Um, maybe that's being a little bit too optimistic, but I, I feel good about it. I think just because of, um know, this is of course, if COVID and everything is, uh, is playing by, uh, by the rules.
0: Yeah. So I was like a hundred percent in and then Adam, sort of talked about, you know, we can't really write everything if we don't know he's going to be in for sure and things like that. So uh, I, I'm kind of worried now that he won't appear in season two, but we will see. He did say later on that, you know, Charlie has to be in the series at some point. So so here's a question,
1: and this is something I also like to hear from our listeners from. Would you rather know for sure that Charlie is going to be in an episode or would you rather be surprised? Cause we did talk about how sometimes like, you know the previously on or like the look ahead some things will get spoiled. And we all knew that like a certain episode for season one was gonna have all these old ducks. And mm-hmm. so you do kind of lose the like, oh shit, there they are, you know? And I'm, I'm curious how Mike, how you would feel like do you wanna know for sure whether or not Charlie's on it? Like when we talked to like Steve Brill ahead of the season two release or do you wanna be surprised?
0: Yeah, I would rather just be surprised. Like if he showed up and just in the middle of an episode, it would like blow my mind. But yeah, we, that's what we were kind of trying to do with season one. And then Entertainment Weekly came out and said these were the ducks. And then we talked with Brill and he said they all came back for one episode. So we sort of knew everything that was coming, which was kind of fun because it was a whole buildup. And then we just got it. But yeah, I think it would be more, more i guess impactful if it just sort of dropped like kind of like i guess for some people the d5 jerseys were like that although it was spoiled in the like next time on for other people so yeah i would i'd rather have it that's also
1: like a bigger question of like hollywood in general and I'm, i'm trying to think if we've talked about this like watching trailers like i watched like the the teaser trailer for the new matrix movie and I'm like, okay, so I guess they're like out of the matrix now or something. And so now I'm going into it with expectations. And I think that one of the best movie watching experiences i I had, you know, in the last, you know, five years was watching Avengers Endgame because they like didn't do trailers. They didn't need to. Now, obviously a lot of this goes into marketing and everything, but it was just so great to kind of go in and just watch and not know what to expect whatsoever and along those same lines you know there are all these leaks about for the new Spider-Man movie with Alfred Molina reprising his role as Doc Ock and it's like oh hell yeah and now there's all kinds of like oh is Toby Maguire gonna be in it and is Andrew Garfield gonna be in it and I don't want to see that you know if Toby Maguire is in it I want to like be surprised by it and that would be amazing but I don't want to like know everything going in and so I don't know it's just am I being like curmudgeonly about that or I don't know Mike what do you think about the overall like Hollywood scene now, like, are we allowed to be surprised? And do we have to know everything before we see something?
0: I feel like it would be more fun if we were surprised, but I am ninety percent sure. If Charlie's in it, we're gonna find out somehow. It's gonna be an Entertainment Weekly or Disney Plus is gonna preview it or something. Like they're gonna pump this up because they want people to watch. So they're gonna give it a well, little think bit about.
1: Um, like Baby Yoda was a big secret, so maybe, and that's obviously a Disney Plus show, so maybe that was a great secret well kept and I don't know so I guess there's a little bit of precedent for having that but that was like a whole season-long arc it wasn't and I guess we also saw in Mandalorian season two if you haven't seen it you know mute for 10 seconds but at the end of Mandalorian season two we get like Luke Skywalker too and that was amazing to see so I don't know maybe there's precedent but I think you're right. Um, and no more spoilers for Mandalorian, but I think you're right. That we'll probably know if Josh Jackson is in it.
0: Yeah. So let's just move on. Let's go to the topic at hand. As we talked about, we're assuming here, the the rules are Charlie Conway. He's coming back for one episode. He is not going to be like a recurring character. He's not going to be anything like that. One episode season two. We obviously don't know the plot of season two, but we kind of get a sense of, you know, Bombay is with the team now, they're the ducks. And how do we see Charlie sort of fitting in based on you know that one line we had in season one, which was, you know, this is why Charlie didn't want to come because you bailed on him, he thought you bailed on us, and all that kind of stuff. So do you have any sort of initial thoughts on this? So the initial
1: thoughts are you know, the, that's kind of like the canon of season one. So you have to play off of that for however we do this one episode. And it's gotta be, there needs to be some kind of like Bombay-Charlie interaction at the end of an episode or something. And we don't know like the overall arc and theme, of course, season two. And uh, Adam Goldberg, um, of course, is a professional. He wasn't gonna spill the beans on that. And we don't, we wouldn't want him to. Um, but if you think about season one, it was about like, you know, um, parents being way too like competitive with youth sports um and essentially the entire kind of like cultural phenomenon that is like youth sports right now and and kind of how that's changed over the last you know two decades um or even since you know uh, mighty ducks and so you you kind of think is there going to be some kind of like charlie being the mentor to um evan brady noon's character is that how it is and then or maybe evan like trying to play like peacekeeper between charlie and bombay where you have like them meeting at the end of an episode you know and charlie saying like hey like i forgive you or something like that i don't know is that too cheesy cheesy but what we know is that they don't talk right now and so They have to like they can't just go in and be like, oh, Charlie, thanks for coming in to to work at the skate shop today or whatever.
0: Right. So, yeah, it's going to have to be some sort of either setup by Evan. I do like that sort of aspect where he somehow reaches out to Charlie or um, Alex reaches out to Charlie and Charlie like wants to come and help. And then he runs into Bombay. Um, Yeah, maybe it's Alex because she sort of knows Bombay's past and a little bit more. Uh, she's talked with him about it so yeah maybe they that's the sort of the setup and then obviously you have the conflict I don't know I don't know if Charlie like I don't know what Charlie's doing now I think that's the big question like is he an opposing coach like is he still involved in hockey is he like Bombay where he hates hockey Um, so that's sort of the biggest wrinkle like if he's a if he's still involved in hockey i think it's a lot smoother to come in and be like hey you know he's a hockey trainer or something like that or he you know he made it pretty far but he didn't quite make it to the nhl and now he's helping kids uh if he's, he hates hockey i don't know how this like comes back so one thing that we
1: spoke to um Josh Goldsmith, Kathy Espa, the writers for writer showrunners for season one is about, you know, having that kind of slow burn between like Emilio Estevez, Lauren Graham. And so, assuming that romance continues in season two or what we think is going to be a romance, would they introduce um, like Casey Conway Mm. back in? Now, in D3, they mentioned her getting remarried. You know, maybe she's single again. Or, or maybe she's just in the show and maybe it's something where she's sick and so Charlie comes back to like, you know, be with her. And so maybe there's some kind of him making amends with Bombay because that's what Casey would have wanted or something like that. Um, and so he doesn't necessarily have to be like hockey adjacent to do that. But I can imagine him still like playing in a beer league. Yeah. Um, even if he's not in Minneapolis, but I don't know. It, it depends like, hey, I ended up going like away for college. I went to like, you know, Denver, or like I went to the Northeast and, you know, just kind of stayed there. So I can see that being it. And then he comes back because his mom is sick and mom had reconnected with Bombay, just being like, hey, you know, you were impactful to our lives. I'm not doing so great. I wanted to see you one last time. And then maybe like she tries to
0: get Charlie and Bombay to like mend things. I like this. I like Casey Conway being the connection there because yeah, it's never really like addressed they were together and then casey remarried but they're still like friends in d3 bombay and casey i'm talking about so yeah maybe they've sort of stayed in touch and you know whether they're friends or yeah casey's sick charlie comes back casey brings them together and now they gotta work things out i I like casey
1: like brings them together and then like immediately charlie's like no fuck off but then like he kind of finds out that evan needs some help and so akin to bombay giving charlie that help in d3 where he charlie was about to leave school or whatever and he kind of like shows up and is like i don't even set my alarm clock and so maybe charlie kind of does that for evan and along that way realizes what bombay did for him and then they get back together with like their you know their father son hug at the end of the episode
0: yeah i like this so yeah bombay sort of lets it all fly he gives up the sort of the mysteriousness in the background you know he wasn't he thought they all bailed on him and he had you know rough time as a coach and like but i never forgot you charlie you're still the minnesota miracle man then they i like this a lot um yeah so what does i guess does bombay bring charlie on to help evan is that how he like the don't bother slash ducks get involved or does charlie run into evan i i I think you know it's kind
1: of like a charlie through happenstance kind of sees evan or he hears about like the ducks he's like the new ducks from someone like you you have like a fulton reed being like hey there's new ducks we're going to their game he like reluctantly goes to the game or maybe he sees like evan being like hey aren't you the duck and like evan is going through like a a crisis Mm. and so he helps him through it almost reluctantly at first but um you know you kind of have to have like a a little bit of a coincidence for charlie and evan to to me i don't think it's something where bombay sets him up or maybe it's like you know uh lauren graham does reach out to uh or alex her character reaches out to charlie saying hey you know my kid's going through some tough shit you know i I, I was wondering if you could talk to him and then maybe charlie's like he talks to him he's like gives him like really bad advice like just quit like just bail (laughs) who cares no one cares about you like yeah Um, and then maybe there's kind of like Casey calls him and says that was bad advice I don't know but I think Charlie and Evan being the obvious like connection you know Evan being the Charlie Conway character in the series has got to be a um, they've got to have a connection and it's not through Bombay
0: I like this I like this because Charlie gives Evan the you know the advice like your coaches don't care about you like he's gonna bail And then, yeah, and then Alice can get involved and be like, hey, Bombay's here now, like, whatever happened in the past, like, you guys need to work this out. So, um, and at the end, I guess, um,
1: Conway, like, is the one who brings Evan to, like, the game, like, after the first period, like, Evan shows up, like, gives, like, a speech, hey, I want to be back with the, you know, the ducks, I'm a duck, ducks fly together, whatever, and I got some great advice, and it's Charlie, and Mm. Charlie, like, walks in, and we get the Charlie-Bombay reunion. And then maybe it's like they kind of hug and then the episode ends and we don't really get like a, a one-on-one monologue. Um, but then maybe throughout the rest of the season, Bombay mentions, oh, I texted Charlie, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you could see like the back of Charlie's head in some scenes cheering on and like the final.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that violates our rule. I guess not uh, that it was just like a one episode thing. But... One
1: episode where he's in it. So yeah, I guess- um, or maybe it just ends at that. And then there's like a clear change in Bombay's demeanor.
0: Mm, okay. All right. So let's try to, we, we went off on a few different threads here. Let's try to bring it all back together. Okay. So Casey Conway is sick. Charlie comes back to help her out. And then does she suggest he go watch the ducks? Like how does how does Charlie get in contact with Evan before he gets in contact with Bombay?
1: So Kate. So we just have a scene with Charlie and Casey. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, the ducks are back. And he's like, yeah, I heard about that. I don't want any part of it. And he's like, well, you know, you, not everything is like what you said it was or what you thought it was. And Conway is just like, whatever. Um, but he does kind of run into the ducks and they're saying like, hey, they're having a bit of crisis. And maybe like he runs into like, Alex, um, because he's maybe Alex's law firm, like represents the estate of um Casey. Mm. And so he's like, Hey, I just gotta talk to the lawyers, get some stuff taken care of, you know. Um, and then they get gets talking, he's like, Hey, you know, my son is going through a tough time. Why don't you talk to him? He's like, Yeah, I'll talk to him. And he gives him that terrible advice. Um, and then um basically um he gives him the advice. Uh, casey finds out about it he's like no you need to go talk to him because this is what bombay actually did for you goes back gives evan kind of like hey you should be back on the ducks blah blah blah. i was wrong and then at the end he goes and like reintroduces evan back to the ducks and gets his hug from bombay
0: all right i like this a lot so because my so i don't know if i should save this for the bold predictions or not but i think my my theory on the theme for the next season is going to be about like recruiting and like just like national recruiting and like the pressure these kids put on to like put themselves on social media and stuff like that to try to get recruit interest similar to like, like an Adam Banks deal. So, so do you think Evan gets like
1: a huge head or something? Cause he's got like these scouts looking at him. Or? Well,
0: I think it might even be the opposite. Like Sophie's getting looks and stuff like that. And he's getting discouraged cause he's not, getting recruited so you know he's sort of down like what am i doing like i love this but like i need to move on with my life even though i'm 14 or whatever and by and that's where you know he charlie runs into alex and alex is like oh yeah maybe alex knows or casey tells alex you know this is like charlie used to play hockey so charlie comes in says like yeah like you're never gonna make it like that your mom told you that from the beginning. I wonder if it's
1: like Charlie is like some super successful like hedge fund manager because like as soon as I gave up hockey, that's when I started living yeah, or something yeah. like that.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's when I like made the real money and then Evan starts to has starts to realize like, hey, this is gonna end and like I'm probably not gonna play college hockey. So what's the point of this? Yeah, he sort of loses the whole let's have fun deal again, and then. Um, yeah. So Charlie says that and said, yeah, like focus on real skills and like real. And Evan's like, all right, I guess I'll look into like what this business deal means. I guess and- Charlie's just like,
1: I became fluent in like Flemish and that just took me <laughs> off. To, and then like you see, and because of course, you know, Evan was going to be, uh, get that Belgium tie. Um, oh, nice. so you could see him trying to be like joining like the Belgium club or something like that. Um, and then just not having any fun whatsoever. And then he goes back to Charlie and Charlie's like, I never said anything about fun. Like, do you think I'm happy? Like, yeah. You know, but I have money, but I'm not happy or something like that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like this a lot. So yeah. So it sort of disgorges Evan. Evan realizes it's going to be over. Evan is like, oh, I have to like get real skills because, you know, I'm not going to make it. And I, I always thought in the back of my head I would. And then So he's, like, down in the dumps, but, like, goes on his phone and watches Ducks highlights or whatever um, secretly. And then we get the whole Casey Conway-Charlie thing where, like, Charlie, Bombay taught you a lot of life skills and, like, never give up. And, like, even though you didn't make it in hockey and you thought you were going to, it was still worth it. And and Charlie sort of realizes that. And then we get to – does Charlie go to like a game and like bust in the locker room or does, how does he sort of come back to the uh, don't bother slash Bombay reunion here? I think it could be something where he like
1: gets Evan back and like, Hey, he teaches him a lesson. It's like, that's a lesson I learned from Bombay. It's not just about X's and O's mm. and whether or not you're great at hockey. Um, and it could be something where they also see like coach T is like now washed up, like, you know, with like a really terrible job he's like a mascot at like a six flags or something because all he ever cared about was hockey and he's like look you know all he ever cared about was winning at hockey he didn't think about being a team player now look at him or something like that. there's like something you could play in there mm-hmm. i don't know need to think about yeah. a little bit more but i think charlie could then be like give evan a lesson that was actually something that bombay taught him um and mentions the line minnesota miracle man and then he brings him back to the game and like you know, then you have the moment at the end of the game after the Ducks win and Charlie and Bombay like have their hug.
0: Yeah. I feel like there needs to be at least some interaction with Bombay and Charlie about like, like, I thought you bailed or something. And Bombay is like, I would never bail on you, Charlie. And then like they hug and like, maybe it fades out as they like get into a conversation and talking. I like that a lot. All right. I'm feeling good about this. I'm feeling and then you this. could have, um, if we wanted to, and this is maybe breaking the rules a little bit, you have
1: another duck cameo in the episode who like urges Charlie to do something, whether mm-hmm. it be a Goldberg or, you know, an Averman or Fulton. But I think that's for another episode because we do want to do a couple other one-offs about some of the other um, main characters who were not in season one. Yeah, I mean,
0: ducks. no, it would make sense to have somebody who was at the ducks gala talk to charlie and be like hey bombay never bailed on you man like he he was going through a rough time but he was also kind of shunned by you know the ducks and the the ducks i guess organization for lack of a better term so um yeah maybe you'd need one of those six who were there before to sort of lay out like hey this is what happened and then bombay still wants to like be a part of your life and that sort of pushes charlie over the edge i like this a lot um yeah
1: there's a there's a number of ways we can go with this but i think we agree that casey conway needs to be in this and she could be someone that maybe you reintroduce a couple episodes before Mm, i like to set it up and that way it's not just one big episode and even like with the like if you have fulton in a few episodes and he like sets it up um i've also thought about you know what you would do for goldberg if he's like the new snack supplier for like arena and then he's the one who facilitates but I if we get Conway for one episode you know we want to think maybe we get one of the other ducks for a few episodes to kind of help be a facilitator because I think having like um like an Averman or a Fulton as like an assistant coach is is a good idea yeah
0: yeah I I like introducing Casey a little before too because then you get the like is Charlie going to come back or not? And she throws out a line that is like, sort of like a misdirection. Like, oh, he moved to Boston. And like, we don't talk that much. Um, And then Casey obviously like gets sick or whatever. Yeah. And she's like coughing
1: in the first episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is good. This is good. I would watch this. All right. Um, Anything else here before we move on to the question? No, I
1: I think we've got it. And, you know, hopefully obviously we get as much, original ducks content as possible, but, um, whatever they, they end up able to get, we know it's like not going to be through lack of trying. We know that they are doing their best. So we should all appreciate that.
0: All right. Let's move on to the quack question. You ask us questions on Facebook, on Twitter, through the discord, we pick the best ones, try to answer them. We're going to cheat a little bit here. So this question was actually for Adam F. Goldberg, uh, which we didn't get to. But uh, we're going to take it and run with it on our own. This comes from Kravkek. He's the Colorado Avalanche fan in our Discord. So um, good luck to him, I guess. Uh, Kravkek asks, which original duck would be the most fun to have as a recurring character in season two? So uh, altered that question a bit from him. Again, because it was for Adam F. Goldberg. But I like the idea. So let's go with it um i have a couple thoughts but uh tommy do you want to take this one
1: most fun i think it kind of depends on the arc um so one thing i've kind of thought about is when we had steve brill on like five years ago he kind of gave like oh here's what all these characters are doing mm-hmm. and he had mentioned keenan owning like a sporting goods stores or uh, russ tyler and so that could be a fun thing where he's just kind of like almost like a used car salesman like he's always hawking things and so and he's like giving them their um all their uh, materials or, or their, uh, their kits, their equipment. And so that could be a lot of fun, um, but you could also have Goldberg kind of being like the official snack supplier. Um, but I was actually kind of thinking, you need to have um, one of the, the D1 ducks who never made it to D2 Oh, and have them like wanting to destroy the ducks.
0: Oh! Like,
1: have or, uh or Terry or even like little Tommy Duncan
0: and I like, like Tommy and
1: Tammy Duncan are like, we need to destroy the ducks. And I think that would be a lot of fun, especially if it's carp, who is like so incredibly handsome. Now Aaron Schwartz. Yeah. And if like people, no one recognizes him. Like he goes by like a different, cause he goes by like Dave, they call him like coach Dave or, or something right, like that. Right. And then someone just like looks at his driver's license, like Dave Carp. like, hold on a second. And like, yeah. Peter's also there as his henchman.
0: I love this. Yeah, I was going to go with like Goldberg just for like the comedy aspect and the feel good aspect. But um, I'm 100% on board with Dave Karp being the opposing like evil coach, basically the Wolf Stanson uh, for season two, Peter Mark, his assistant. Yeah, I like this a lot. Yeah, you're like, who is that guy? And then the OGs who watch the original and sort of know what Aaron Schwartz looks like now understand for everyone else. It's a big reveal at the you know episode 345 that it's Dave Carp and you know he has all these deep seated any he, any he uh, issues
1: like ever since i went to fat camp i uh, i was <laughs> never the same or something like that
0: yeah yeah he's got these deep seated issues of abandonment from bombay when they cut him cuz they were going to the junior goodwill games yeah there's a lot there i think that is the answer dave carp uh, with Peter Marquez an assist uh, for that. So great question, great answer. Uh, I would 100% watch that. I'm actually maybe more excited about that than our Charlie storyline. Uh, and if we do it where it's like,
1: we, we talk about recruiting and, and that kind of thing, you know, Dave Carp could be like a social media exec who's like trying to scrub the ducks from the internet. And he's like, mm. don't ever look at them. And he's like always banning their accounts, something like that. Where he he's like playing like the a true villain, um, and he comes around at the end. Um, but if if we if that is a storyline, you know, you could write in Dave Carp in some capacity.
0: This is good. This is good. But I uh, yeah, Quackalites, let us know. Charlie, let us know your favorite rec- or your hopeful recurring character for the original. Let us know your thoughts on. Dave Carp as the opposing evil coach uh, for us, thequarktech.com. Go there, contact us at quacktech pod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktechpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Tell us your Dave Carp storyline that you have in your head. Because I know we all got him. Uh, thanks to all our producers. We love you guys. I think New Rule is still the most recent producer. Thank you, New Rule. And remember. Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Ain't no the man
1: is back, Jack. Oh, yeah.